Morning, Steven. Hey, Jess. How you doing? I am fantastic, sir. I appreciate you taking time to have the uh, CyberSide chat with me here this morning. So, uh, for those that don't know, I'm Jess Coburn, CEO of Applied Innovations. Applied Innovations is a managed cloud IT and cybersecurity company, and we help businesses in a lot of ways, very similar to you, identify risk and address it before it becomes a problem. We help them make the most out of their technology. For us, that risk is usually around their computers and their equipment and their technology. But today, businesses across the globe are feeling impacted by this, uh, this, this coronavirus. And uh, it's really making a lot of businesses, business leaders and CEOs nervous. We're seeing a lot of employees working from home, trying to set up work from home, really mm -hmm. having a lot of challenges. And uh, I wanted to have a chat with you, Stephen, because you're someone that I, I know and I trust. And uh, you have a wealth of information in the insurance arena. So why don't you uh, introduce yourself and, and your background? I'm going to let the dog out of my office. Okay. Uh, my name is Steve Breitbart um, with Cypress Insurance Group. We're property and casualty insurance agents. And I've been at this for about 30 years. So property and casualty is insuring businesses, uh, physical assets, their employees, protecting them from lawsuits, from could be a lot of different threats, general liability, cyber liability, uh, professional liability. And uh, we help clients, you know, uh, take a look at their, just like you just, you just said, we, we take a look at their risk profile and talk about the things, the bad things that can happen to businesses and listen to their concerns and try and see if insurance is the solution for them. And sometimes insurance is not a great solution, but there are other things clients can do to reduce the risk. And that's, that's, that's kind of what I do. I, I try and make insurance easy to understand in plain English. Well, you've explained it pretty well for me so far. Um, just out of curiosity, what's your typical business customer? Um, we have a wide range of uh, businesses. Uh, we have one of the things, uh, one of my specialties that I do is I, I work in healthcare with doctors and dentists and other healthcare professionals. We also do a lot of work with religious institutions, nonprofits, manufacturers, distributors, retailers, uh, 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 trade contractors, and a lot of a lot of clients, a lot of smaller businesses that we have here in South Florida that might be from one million to twenty million dollars in revenue is kind of our bread and butter uh, because there's there's a lot of that down here, and uh, so a variety, a whole variety of different types of businesses. Cool. Now, those businesses, what type of insurance do they generally have and what type of insurance should they have, especially today? Well, the, the typical client has a, you know, uh, a property policy to cover their assets. It could be their building, the equipment that they have, the property that they have um, inside the building, and they typically will have business income coverage. Uh, business income coverage provides coverage to you in the event you have a major disaster that uh, shuts down your ability to operate your business because of you know, something physical that happens, a hurricane, a fire, and now you can't operate your business. Um, it will provide payment of continuing expenses and lost profit uh, during the reconstruction period to, uh, you know, it's like a lifeline to the company. I got you. Cool. The other items are, you know, you know, some companies have vehicles they own. Um, companies also need to protect themselves in the event somebody wants to sue them from something like slip and fall in the office, do a problem with their product, 
or in the case of a contractor, they're coming out to your house and doing some work at the house. They may cause some property damage or may do something. Um, uh, you know, they install something and it becomes a problem uh, later on and causes damage to the premises. Um, in the other areas for professionals, they have professional liability insurance, like our doctors have malpractice insurance. Um, and, uh, you know, the other professional CPAs, attorneys have professional liability insurance. Everybody's usually in need of cyber liability insurance. We talk a lot about that now, and that's the bad guys breaking into your system and doing a lot of different things from stealing your personal information to stealing your private information you might be holding for clients, to ransomware, to um, trying to get you to send money off to uh, somebody you're not supposed to. Those are all cyber liability things. They're very pertinent, and you and I talk about that a we lot. A, we have a lot of conversations about that, and we both still find a lot of businesses don't see the value in that until it's too late. Yeah, and I and I find that surprising. That's I, I try and send out to clients. So if I have uh, if I hear because the breaches are happening all the time, if I hear about a real incident that happened to a physician's practice, for instance, I'll send a copy of that out to my practices. Hopefully when they hear the real incidents that have happened to people within their industry, it resonates with them better. I, I, I've been getting more traction on that in the last year for sure. And I think one of the things that's happening is there are contractual requirements now coming across the board. Like most companies have contractual requirements for general liability insurance, the contractual requirement is including a lot of times cyber liability insurance. That's there are good. other miscellaneous areas also of insurance. I, you know, there's there's so many of them, but um, but you know, for today, that's that's enough for now. Yeah, yeah, we could talk about that for a whole while. So let's talk about let's let's bring it into modern and, and coronavirus and what's going on there. First of all, if I want to get uh, coverage to protect me from COVID nineteen or the coronavirus today, can I do that? Well, that's a, that's a great question, and and it depends what you mean by that question. So to protect you. And again, we're talking about property and casualty insurance, right. you know, with regards to your business, not health, health insurance and such. So um, uh, this is a, a pandemic like this is a unique, um, you know, type of experience. Um, you know, if you're talking about, you know, you have a business slowdown now because all the businesses are shut down, um, you know, or your supply chain is affected. It's it's not something that a typical insurance policy will incorporate into it. Now, like I mentioned before, I'm speaking a lot with clients about business income insurance. So I just want to go down in the weeds just a little bit on that. So I mentioned that business income is meant to throw you a lifeline in the event you have major disaster that hits your business and you can't operate. Um, it's not designed for a pandemic where, you know, your business slows down from the pandemic, just like when you had the financial debacle, debacle um, and the recession, you know, you had a slowdown in business, your, you know, your insurance is gonna, isn't going to step in on that basis. But however, there, there is one part of the business income policy that could potentially provide some coverage. So within that business income, there's a portion that talks about civil authority uh, dictating that you have to close your business. And I think we are in the midst of that right now where certain businesses are being ordered to close and not, not be open. That portion of that business income allows every, look, every, uh, I'm just being a generalist because a lot of policies are different. 
but they'll they'll provide coverage up to three weeks or four weeks in the event of a of a shutdown of your business by a civil authority. However, the reason for the trigger that causes the shutdown, though, with it being a pandemic, is usually not something that's covered under the policy. You think of something like a hurricane. A hurricane comes through, and now you have to shut down an entire city's downtown from looting or 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 because of safety issues. That's where the insurance usually responds. Or you have a fire, like was happening in California, and they you know shut people's areas down. They say you have to evacuate. Those are civil authority type um, uh, requirements. So. Um, what I would suggest to people is that they talk to their insurance agent and, and ask them once, you know, in another couple of days, ask them if they can submit a claim and see what the insurance company says. I, I, my interpretation is I doubt they're going to pay, but, you know, you never know in these times what insurance companies, some insurance companies will do and it depends upon their language as well. Good. Um, that's, that's great information. The other area is that I had the first questions I had, the first set of questions I had were supply chain. So when China was shut down, now people couldn't get their inventory. And uh, there were questions about, well, my supply chain is shut down. And there is specified insurance to protect your supply chain. If you have one, let's say you have one manufacturer that provides all of your products and you can't get that product. What you do is you go to your insurance agent and say, hey, if something happens to that plant, like they have a hurricane or a fire and, and they, they're shut down for those reasons, I'd like to have protect my income flow because of their shutdown. And so you can buy specified coverage, and I suggest clients do, when they're reliant on one, one uh, distributor of their product or manufacturer of their product. But again, the pandemic shutting down that facility most likely would not respond. It would have to be a physical, you know, destruction that would that would affect it. The second group of people that that called me up were uh, were uh, the hospitality industry uh, because they were, you know, they saw the immediate impact, you know, two weeks ago, and it, and again, it's the same thing with the business income not not responding, and now everybody else is is you know calling me, my restaurants, my other accounts about the virus and what I mentioned before would be um, the item where you'd try and get your business income to pay. There are a couple of other, there are a couple other miscellaneous items. Um, for instance, if um, you were in your, you know, I'll give you an example. Uh, um, there was a pastor in DC, he contracted the virus he passed it on to the choir director, who was also an employee. Um, he passed it on to some of the people within the organization. Now, the choir director uh, who got it from the pastor, that could actually be a workers' comp claim. So your workers' comp could come into play here if people were infected within the office to be shown that. Um, and then, you know, when if, if somebody from your business on a business venture or is out to see somebody and spreads the virus and that business decides to sue you because um, you know, your employees caused you know, the infection in, your, in their place and, the, and infected their business on a negative standpoint, I think that your general liability policy will respond and defend you in the event somebody sues you over this thing. But the immediate concern for everyone is the business income and the slowdown. And unfortunately it's not, you know, insurance is not gonna be good 
good solution for that. All right, that's good. I mean, that's a lot of helpful information. That'll give a lot of business owners a chance to go back and look at their policies. I'm guessing if you don't have this coverage today, the likelihood of getting it today is slim to nothing. The business income? Yeah. Uh, I, there are there aren't any carriers that have that have said we're shutting down and not writing new policies. Um, so the well, I should take that back. There, the the one the carriers that I've seen that have sent notice that they're not writing insurance anymore are, are, are companies that provide uh, um, event cancellation. So some of those event cancellation policies and travel policies, uh, travel cancellation policies have suspended writing new business. Um, whether they are going to respond to that, that's not my expertise, that, that area. Whenever people travel and, and have events, we always suggest that they, you know, buy event cancellation or travel cancellation insurance, but it, it's not my expertise. All right, cool. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. Now, as these businesses are sending their employees home and they're working from home, I'm working from home. It looks like you're working from home or else you have a really right. elaborate office. Um, <laughs> what type of things do they need to be concerned about? Is there any insurance coverage changes they need to look at for, for that? You know, over over the short term, not not really. Um, the employees are working from their homes. Their coverage will um, expand to, you know, the employees working from their homes. Um, in the long run, if you're going to have a workforce working remotely, it's just the carriers need to know about that. Uh, it is more in relationship to the workers' compensation insurance, and that's another whole discussion for another day. But it makes workers' compensation insurance a little bit more complicated because you don't have control over the environment employees are working in. So if I get up now, go into my kitchen to get a snack and slip and fall, I mean, should that be a workers' comp claim? That's another whole ballgame. But it, your, your insurance extends, you shouldn't have any problems moving forward with this. Okay. And then um, what there about if been, they're... Yeah, there Sorry. have been uh, a couple of my practitioners, interestingly enough, I've been working with my uh, some of my doctors who now want to do telemedicine with their patients uh, just like we're doing right now. And uh, we've reached out to the carriers and they typically don't have a problem with that. There are some issues in, in regards to that uh, telemedicine, but for this particular situation, most of them have said, hey, no problem. That's great. That's that's really good to hear. You know, I shared on uh, Facebook that down in Boca, Back This Health and Boca Regional were offering telehealth check-ins or checkups if anyone was concerned they might have the, the virus. They could they could have that telehealth checkup, and I, I think that's really important and helpful. Uh, uh, one other thing, Jess. Um, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. Um, I'm starting to see emails from insurance companies uh, saying that they are going to provide uh, some um, uh, extension of insurance payments for their premiums. So we're starting to see that. We saw that in you know during the the, the recession. That carriers were a little bit more lenient and uh, working with with clients on their premium payments. So uh, certainly, if you have a premium coming up, I would reach out to your agent and say, you know, what what is the carrier doing? Well, that's fantastic. That's good advice as well. Um, I think we've covered a lot. Um, I'm looking at my notes that I had written down for us, and I think we really covered it all. Stephen, is there anything else we should add or or chat about? Um, I think that's it for now. I mean, we're all in uncharted territory for everybody. Yeah, it's pretty new. Yeah. Listen, 
I appreciate you taking the time to to sit here and have the chat with me. If anyone wants to contact you, they would just go to cypressinsurance.com, correct? Uh, sure. They could. Um, our phone number is 954-771-0300. Uh, if they go to our website, um, there's uh, you can find me on, on the website and communicate with me. Awesome. Steve, really appreciate your time. Thanks so much. And uh, have a great day. Thank you, Jesse.